Welcome to a very special episode of Broad Street Hockey Radio. We decided that it was time for all of us to take a collective breath and calm down about the state of Carter Hart. And we thought the best way to do that was to bring you a bona fide goalie expert, someone from the outside who is not influenced by being inside the Flyers bubble, to tell us a little bit about what makes a goalie slump. How does a goalie come out of a slump? And if we specifically need to worry about Carter Hart. We are joined by Catherine Silverman um, of Ingle Magazine and Elite Prospects. And she is, um, if you're on Twitter at all, you will know her as the absolute expert on goaltending in the NHL. Catherine, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Great. Thank you. Um, So the reason I reached out to you and wanted to talk to you a bit is that (laughs) um, Flyers fans are doing what they do best, which is freaking out about something not going perfectly as planned. I was, I was going to say they're, they're having a real normal one here. <laughs> yeah, totally, <laughs> totally normal. Um, because Carter Hart has hit a bit of a bumpy patch here. Um, and so I wanted to speak with someone who knows what goaltenders should look like, what's good, what's bad, and figure out if we need to maybe possibly calm down just a little bit because everything's going to be fine. So the first thing I wanted to ask you about, um, there's been a lot of conversation about whether or not a goaltender who's hit a skid like this should be allowed to play through it or if he should be pulled and another goalie played until he finds his way out of the funk. Um, in my head, it doesn't make any sense. I don't know how you can get yourself out of a funk if you're not playing. Um, But in your opinion, do you think that you should let a goalie who's performing as poorly as Carter Hart has in the last couple of days, should you let him get those minutes in to see if he can work through it? Um, It's it's actually kind of funny that that you ask that. Um, This past weekend, I was doing a a Twitch broadcast with with NWHL goaltender uh, Kelsey Newman. She's Mm -hmm. the Buffalo Buttes backup. And we actually talked about that a little bit. We talked about uh, the goaltender for the Metropolitan Riveters, obviously, some Flyers fans are gonna they're gonna say who, um, but we were talking about how one particular NWHL team has been just allowing their goalie to get peppered with shots. Their defense has been atrocious. Uh, she allowed seven goals in their last game, and it wasn't necessarily her fault, uh, but you know she was she was having a bad game, and she's had a few of those. And we asked Kelsey, we said, you know, as a goalie who is currently playing. Would you rather get pulled during a game like that or during a game where you are underperforming statistically or do you want to stay in and see it through? Do you want to play through these bumps? What what do you want to do? And she said, it depends on the goalie and it depends on the situation. And that's what I'll say here too. Uh, okay. I think that it's something that Carter Hart needs to sit down with the head coach, the goalie coach, uh, you need to sit down with Brian Elliott too. I think that's a really good idea to sit mm-hmm. down with a veteran mentor and talk about it. Um, because if you try and play through it to the point where you start allowing bad habits back in, that's no good. <laughs> you know, you're just going to continue reinforcing because goaltending so instinctual. You know, you yeah. can't think about what you're doing before you do it or the puck's going to be in the net. Uh, so when goaltenders start to struggle, sometimes they let old bad habits slip back in because instinctively that's what they, what their body is most used to doing, especially a young goalie like Carter Hart, who 
I mean, he turned 21 in August. He's technically in his first full NHL season right now. And so there's a chance that he's letting some bad habits slip back in. Um, And if he tries to, quote unquote, play through those, he's just going to reinforce them more. And that can really damage his, his development. But if his technique looks okay and the goals that are being allowed are more on the defense or it's on just his him needing a you know a day or two to reset his head and it's just some tracking and timing issues and then he'll get his game back then sometimes it's better to play through that because especially if it's not entirely the technique's fault you know if it's mm-hmm. if it's the defense allowing a lot of a lot of two on ones or three on ones or three on os because we've seen a few of those uh, yeah you know then sitting him isn't going to do anything like you said it's not not playing isn't going to help him through a slump. So I think it should be on him Yeah, to talk it over and to have, you know, to have the coach and to have Elliot point things out to him, say, hey, at the NHL level, this is what you could have done on this shot. This is what you didn't do. Do you think that that was just a one-time thing? Do you think that this is a habit that's coming back in? Maybe talk to his junior coach again and just, just get a feel for what the best course of action is for him. And that to him may mean sitting for a little bit just to get his head back on, to spend a bit of time on the ice practicing. Uh, but it may mean pushing through it if if it's more on the defense, which I watched a few of those goals that he allowed in his last very bad start. And it's mm-hmm. not all him. <laughs> no, 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 no. I hate no. to say it, but it's, it's not all him. Yeah, that Islanders game was pretty much a mess top to bottom start to finish yeah that was bad (laughs) what you said actually is really interesting to me because one of the things that we've been talking a lot about at broad street hockey um we have a couple of people who focus a lot on the phantoms the ahl team and so they watched Hart a lot while he was there um and one of the things that has been brought up is that during this stretch of bad games he does seem to be well, I guess that's what I'm saying is when he goes bad, it seems like what he loses is his angles. And a lot of people, analysts and things, say that he makes himself small. Um, logically, I think that we can all understand what that means. But um, if you have more of like insight on what it means when a goaltender makes himself small, um, because that seems to be what Hart's doing to himself right now. Yeah, I... I think there's actually a pretty good example of that on a on one of the Islanders goals where he he got himself really low and he got himself really wide and he came out a little bit too far. And one thing that uh, that some goalie coaches like to remind their goalies is if you can't see the logo on the front of their jersey because you're leaned so far forward, like if the logo of the jersey is being hidden by the top of your pads you're crouched down too low and you're basically opening up the entire top of the net. So, but that can also be a fatigue thing. You know, you don't look, look at our own posture when we're standing for a long time or when we're sitting at our desks for hours on end, we start to slouch a little bit. Our posture is not perfect. Uh, So it may be that heart's getting a little tired. Mm -hmm. Um, His angle wasn't perfect on the goal that I was watching. And for, for our listeners, um, my Wi-Fi has been cutting in and out, so I cannot pull that goal back up. Um, but it was it was one of the goals from the Islanders game, and I believe it went above his glove and sort of mm-hmm. glanced off his shoulder, and he was so close on that one. 
and he tracked well because that was a back and forth that was a cross ice pass and the fact that he even got there and was so close to making the stop makes me think that we really shouldn't be super worried for him because he was clearly tracking the play incredibly well he just like they said his angle was a little off there so he ended up allowing it just sort of right over his shoulder and uh that that may just be fatigue it may sincerely just be fatigue and not just physically but mentally too you know when you're yeah you're still getting used to things and when the hockey in front of you is kind of high event hockey because right. the flyers bless their hearts they're uh, they're allowing <laughs> things to get really exciting in front of them they sure um, are not making it easy that's for sure Exactly. And so it may even be a mental fatigue thing because getting those angles right, especially because he's not a Ben Bishop sized goalie, you know, right. he's, I think he's listed at six, one or six, two. And if he's listed at a buck 80, that's being very generous to him, I think. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, he has to be so precise. And when he's getting mentally fatigued, especially while he's still in what's largely a learning curve for a young mm-hmm. goalie, uh, you know, hitting perfection is going to be harder and I think that he's such a precise goalie that that can almost hurt him sometimes because he does rely so much on being exactly where he needs to be whereas Brian Elliott another goalie that that Flyers fans are pretty familiar with is not always super accurate and where he nope. is <laughs> <laughs> and so that can sometimes work to Elliott's benefit you right. know, when he's because he's much better at those desperation saves because he's more used to making them. Carter Hart is not because technically he's a little bit more sound. Um, so during these chaotic games for a young goalie, it can it can look a little bit worse. Um, but I mean, like I said, that was a I think that was a give and go pass on the one that went above his sort of above his shoulder there. And mm-hmm. The fact that that was a slot line pass, you know, it went to the left side of the ice, back to the right, back to the left, and then they shot. And he stayed with the puck the entire time. I wouldn't be super worried about him. And I definitely wouldn't trade a first for Jonathan Quick. Oh if, the commenter I... who, if the commenter who wrote that is listening, <laughs> bad. Don't do that. <laughs> I saw your tweet about that, and I was like, I, 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 I don't understand Flyers fans sometimes. The amount of panic. And that person, I, I was thinking earlier that those kinds of people are probably the ones that are still salty about the Bo- the Bobrovsky trade. Um, Robert and now Bobrovsky, to, yeah. Canadian boy. Yeah. <laughs> and are now ready to give up on Carter Hart after like three terrible games. But um, I'm glad you mentioned that goal because that's one of the things that when Carter Hart is on is very clear. It's that he's not a super athletic goalie. He's not flopping around all over the place, but you can see him. Like you can see his face tracking the puck as you said really well and he's always in the place that he needs to be to make a save um and I guess that if he's still doing that and just not getting it perfectly as he had been it's sort of like when a player has good underlying numbers but just isn't scoring goals it's something that we can kind of hang our hat on and say okay he's still good the skill is still there he's doing well he's just not finishing as well as he used to be essentially right and that's that's really what it comes down to because every goalie goes through slumps I I can't think of I really can't think of a single goalie who has played in significant volumes of games who hasn't gone through slumps even during their Vesna seasons you know you see right right 
you see Thomas Grice, who has been otherworldly for the last couple years. Uh, even he goes through slumps. And Carter Hart's 21. I think that's that's <laughs> the biggest thing. Carter Hart is 21. Yeah. And he's going to stumble. And he's not really being given the optimal learning environment. That's really the biggest thing to me. He's not being given the easiest learning curve here. And and that may be why the Flyers are, you know, I I don't want to say that Flyers fans are being unfair to him because you can almost understand it. I think they've gone through 20 goalies in the last three years. It's been a lot. So it's it's understandable that they're a little nervous. Um but I would I would give him some time because he does look he doesn't look like he's completely panicking and mm-hmm. knock on wood, he's healthy. Yeah. Take that as a win. <laughs> Seriously. Um in your opinion, would would he benefit from some AHL time? If it's or is feasible, that kind of a, yes. Yeah. Okay. If it's feasible, yeah. Especially I and I'll I'll be the first to admit it, I haven't watched a ton of uh they're Lehigh Valley right now, right? Yeah. Okay. They're uh, actually playing I quite had, well. I had Adirondack I'm... Phantoms in my head for a while, and I was like, that's not right anymore. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, if, if they're playing well, then I think it would be incredibly good for him uh, just, to get some, just to get some time to work on the pacing. Because, and I know some Flyers fans... Know and love Mike McKenna. He wrote a piece a couple years back about the difference between the ECHL, the AHL, and the NHL. And he said it's not the speed, it's the shot selection. You know, you're you're facing skaters that can pass at the same speed, they can shoot at the same strength, and they can skate at the same speed. But the only difference is that the ECHL shooters maybe have one or two shot selections in their brain when they come up and face a goalie. An AHL shooter might have two or three, maybe four shot selections. Whereas an NHL shooter, when they come up and they're in the slot, they have four or five selections that they can choose from. It's just the way they think the game. And so if it is this timing that's kind of throwing him off and that he really just needs to get back, playing behind a good structured AHL team, he's not going to be facing the same tricky shots. Mm Mm-hmm. But he's going to get the speed and he's just going to be able to get his rhythm back. And so if they're able to do that, I don't know which goalies are healthy in Lehigh Valley right now because I feel like every time I look, somebody's hurt. But if they, you know, if if they have a healthy goalie that can come up for a little bit, they might as well do it. Okay, that's interesting because I was um, personally very against the idea just because I was worried that that kind of demotion might, I don't know, like hurt his confidence a little bit but I guess they're probably a bit above that kind of depending on the personality I know some guys would be really crushed by it um yeah there's the goal the goalie in Arizona Aiden Hill when he started struggling during his call-up last year he got sent back down and he did not handle it very well he ended Mm -hmm. up playing very poorly when he got sent back down to the AHL other goalies are and I get the impression from Carter Hart that he's he's kind of like the perfect human he that's, seems that's not right. That's not creepy at all. He's he kind of does though. He's like robotically good. 
He's just, yeah, he seems like the nicest person boy. in the world. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I feel like if they tell him, hey, do you want to go spend some time working on your timing? He'd be like, I love that. Thank you. <laughs> He's like tiny oh. Tim, you know? So really? I think he'd I think he'd be perfectly fine with it, especially because no goalie wants to struggle. No right. goalie wants to go through a slump, even if it's not their fault. And if he's given a pressure-free option to go and work on that, I, I can't see a goalie really wanting to say no to that. I mean, once again, drawing from what we see here in Arizona, Auntie Ranta was out for 10 months with an mm-hmm. injury, so he hadn't played in an NHL game in 10 months. And when he was finally healthy again, they said, hey, would you be open to a conditioning stint? I know you haven't played in the AHL in you know, seven years or whatever, but do you want to just go get your game back? Make sure that you're good on the pacing and the flow and just, just get a game under your belt. And he said, yeah, of course. And he willingly took an AHL game, had yeah. fun with it, got a shutout, came back up and he's playing fine. So yeah. it's all about the mental outlook. Uh, and just based on what we've seen of Carter Hart, I think he'd be okay with it. Yeah. Okay. So I think you've certainly put my mind at ease, although I wasn't really that worried about it, to be honest. I figured he, like you said, so you're not the commenter. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't me. That wasn't my burner. It's a different burner. But I mean, like you said, he's 21 years old. And despite the fact that Flyers fans generally have pinned all of their hopes and dreams for the future on his back, um, you got to chill a little bit. There's going to be, there's going to be some bumps because he's 21. And it's his first NHL season. So we've got to just And the team that. looks like they do. And the, yeah, and the team is playing <laughs> like they are. Um, so, yeah, I guess the last thing I'll ask you, in your opinion, is Carter Hart going to be just fine? Oh, yes. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I think he's I'm, – I'm willing to bet. And with the caveat that I think the league is moving towards a tandem. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if he'll ever be – a 70 start starter mm-hmm. but I think that he will be a number one caliber goalie in the next two to three years that's without exactly. any problems fantastic that's exactly what we need an actual number one goaltender it's been a while since we've had one of those <laughs> so that'll be a nice change for us that hurts my heart so much <laughs> I know. it's been a rough go the the eight goalies last season was just like comical it couldn't be any better in a really bad way but I will you know. say for Flyers fans we uh when we got Calvin Pickard mm-hmm. from you guys uh, here in Arizona he was so he's he's probably like if Carter Hart's the nicest person in the world I think Calvin Pickard is the second <laughs> nicest person in the world um and he was so polite and so kind about the situation in Philly but he was like it was a little chaotic and given how nice he is about everything i was like oh yeah so i don't know if any goalie could have succeeded there last year that's a that's my my assertion and i'm hoping that won't be the case this year because i would like to see carter hart succeed but yeah i think all of us would and i think viddy definitely will so it's actually just been nice to have someone completely outside of our bubble take a look at this and calm us all down a little bit, which is exactly what I was looking for. So thank you very much for taking the time to do this. Of course. I'm always happy to reassure people on Carter Hart. <laughs> Again, this is Catherine Silverman. She is a writer for In Goal Magazine and Elite Prospects. If you would like to check out her work, she is obviously very knowledgeable about goaltenders. Catherine, thank you very much. Enjoy the rest of your afternoon.
Thank you. You too.